Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. Hi, I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey there, busy mom. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. Today, I want to push pause a little bit in us powering through and getting to all of these different spaces. I've talked a little bit about unjunking a drug drawer that you might have in your kitchen, for example. I've talked about nailing those pantry goals. I've also talked about using your vertical space to really maximize all of that area that you've got in your home that might be making you a little bit crazy when you're trying to figure out where to put things where to store things, how to display things. But before we go any further and jump into another location in your home to organize, I wanted to take a moment to focus on actually the first step of the three E's philosophy. So when I talk about the three E's and go back to episode one, if you haven't heard it yet, I talk about your essential. That's the first step in getting organized. You want to focus on what is your essential thing, your most important, must do, must accomplish thing in that space, or this could be thing in your schedule. Whatever the most important thing is, I really enjoy doing a good purge to make that happen. So let's say you're organizing your closet and you think, you know what? Before I start organizing this so that it is working for me to get in and out of the door quickly in the mornings or getting home and putting my stuff away, I really need to purge what I'm not using. That's going to free up a lot of space. And that is something that I find that my busy mom clients sometimes get stuck on. Sometimes they skip 
that first part, the purge. And if you are excellent at purging, if you are getting really good at organizing on autopilot, like I talked about in a past episode, that's fantastic. So you can still listen to this episode and maybe get some bonus tips for going forward when you do need to do the purge. But I will say that if you're stuck on that because you really find things to be sentimental and you want to hang on to them, even if they're not getting used every single day, or if you maybe have a hard time saying goodbye to things because they still fit or they're still usable, that's a word, right? Usable. Or maybe they're not broken. Maybe they are still working, but they tend not to be getting used so often. How can you get past this step? Well, I will tell you that a long time ago I heard this and now I've heard it more recently too. I wish I could give credit to the person that I heard this from, but I've heard it in a lot of different arenas actually. So I've heard that if you could just shoot for getting 1% better at whatever it is you're focusing on at the moment. You know what? I tend to hear a lot of this in in January when people are talking about their New Year's resolutions. And uh, maybe you are one of those people who likes to pick a word for the year and focus on that year. I really think that it's important to not do so much, like so many big, huge, lofty goals, lofty things, because that can start to feel really overwhelming, right? And if you're a busy mom who's listening to this, do we even have time to do these big lofty things? Well, sometimes we do. If we're asking for help, if we're being really intentional with our time and we're kind of laying out our timeline and and it makes sense, maybe we've also really prayed about it and it feels like God is sort of just aligning all of these things so that they are going to work out. Absolutely. Tackle those big, gigantic things. Busy moms can do incredible things. That is for sure. If you are feeling stuck though, and you feel like you just need some baby steps because you just want to focus on getting 1% better that day, 1% better in getting more organized, that's still forward movement. You're not staying still. You're not going backwards. So that's improvement, right? So let's not discount taking small steps to get toward the larger goal that you do have. And if getting organized is what's on your mind, your to-do list, I would say start with this essential purge. The reason I think that's so essential too is because even if you don't have the mindset of creating a space that looks super aesthetically pleasing, that has all all the organization bins in place, maybe you're not ready to go from step one, two, and three right away. Step one can make such a difference in freeing your space and then of course, freeing your mind and your heart from any clutter. And just removing that clutter, I said, is super important. I talked about that in the very beginning, clearing the clutter to see the blessings that God has for us. Because the truth is purging all of these things that you're not using or things that are not bringing you joy. It's definitely the buzzword this time around spark joy and all that. I love it. Uh, If you are not feeling that joy in your space, you may be missing out on some blessings that God has for you. We don't want that to happen. We certainly don't want that to happen for our kiddos who are in our space. We don't want them to be missing any blessings either. So how do you just get 1% better a day on this? Well, I did talk about in organizing on autopilot, maybe putting some practices in place that are going to help you with that. And I want to just zone in a little bit more on that. 
So when you are, let's say, getting rid of hand-me-downs because you have been inundated with friends who are sharing with you so many things. Oh, I absolutely love a hand-me-down. I absolutely love being able to share hand-me-downs. And that really helps with the purge process too, knowing it's going to somebody else. Absolutely. But if you've been inundated with these things that really are not your style, or they're not going to fit you and you want to get rid of them, I do encourage you to think about them having a life outside of you, them serving someone else. And that's going to be really important. That can actually be a big piece of the purge and being able to do that and making that happen. So how do we have tangible ways of executing this? Well, I really love to say, grab a bag with handles because just about everyone has those in their home. They either have those reusable grocery bags or you have some paper or some plastic bags lying around that you've stuffed into your pantry or they're shoved in between a wall and a refrigerator or they're tucked into a drawer. Wherever those bags are, go grab a few. Put them on your arm. Slide the handles over your arm. Maybe have a couple. Walk around your house in every different room, or if you've got one particular room on your radar, maybe this is hand-me-downs in your kid's closet. When I say hand-me-downs, they don't necessarily have to be. You could have actually purchased these in store, right? So these haven't necessarily been handed down to you. But when you are getting ready to donate to someone, you are handing those things down to them. Or when you're getting ready to do a sale and you want to do that yard sale and and have all these things set aside, okay, that's like handing them down. That's what I'm referring to. You want to go in each different room. Let's say we're talking about in the closet, any of the things that are not fitting your kiddos, this could be going for you too. You just take them out and you stick them in the bags. You don't have to take tackle the entire closet that day. You just don't have to. It's not necessary. Do what you can do. If you can get to the whole entire closet, amazing. If you can clean out all of the drawers in your room and your kids' rooms, incredible. Busy moms can do incredible things. But if that feels overwhelming, so you're not even wanting to start, you're not even trying the first step, that is where the problem lies. So it has to be easy or it just won't get done. So if you're going to do this essential purge as the first part of your process, grab those bags with handles, start tucking in just what you see that is obvious that you don't want anymore. All right? Sometimes what happens when you make that first step and you've got those bags with handles hanging out on your arm, you get really motivated just by default. It's like you feel the bags on your arm and you're like, It's go time. I'm ready. And you start accomplishing way more than you even expected to. So much of it is just saying, I'm going to stop for a moment and make the effort. I don't have time to do everything in my house, but look, my favorite, whatever, Grey's Anatomy show or (laughs) whatever you're watching on Netflix these days. Well, now Netflix, I don't know that they have a commercial. My point was, if Grey's Anatomy is on a commercial, you hop up during that commercial really quickly if you haven't recorded it and you're watching it in real time and you go grab a bag with handles and in that short commercial break, you just put a few things in there. Then you hang that bag right by the door. So the next time you go out, you can drop that off to donate. Now, I do want to tell you this. If you're struggling with what to get rid of, I'll rattle off a couple of ideas. If anything is broken, if anything is 
needing new batteries, but you know, you are not going to go out and get new batteries and that thing is going to sit unworking for a very long time. Just get rid of it. It's just taking up space. It's not serving you. If you haven't been using it all this time that your batteries haven't been working, you're not going to use it in the future. So go ahead and say goodbye to it. If there are puzzle pieces or toy pieces that are overwhelming, even if the game or activity or toy that you have just recently purchased was purchased with the greatest of intention, but it turns out it is a nightmare to get it put back together in the box. If it's making you crazy, why wait? If it's making you crazy now, it's going to make you crazy later. So go ahead and say goodbye to that item. You don't have to throw it in the trash. That's definitely money well spent for the moment. And now it can be reclaimed if you want to get some ROI there for your uh, return on investment. If you would like to do a yard sale, you might be able to get that money back. If you want to go consign that item, go for it. Or if you want to just give it as a donation or hand me down to somebody else, I'm sure they will love it. And maybe they have a little bit more patience when it comes to putting it back together in the end. So don't let those things take up space in your home and be clutter. So the things that you're holding on to are things that definitely spark joy. They bring you joy. They make you happy or they really get the job done. You know, maybe a spatula doesn't spark joy for you, but it sure is helpful when you're making scrambled eggs. Okay. So <laughs> definitely make sure to <laughs> wait, <laughs> do you use a spatula to make scrambled eggs? <laughs> Something like that. Uh, perhaps it's a whisk. Perhaps it's a fork, whatever it is. If it is not necessarily sparking joy, but it is something that you're reaching for all the time, don't get rid of that, okay? Those scrambled eggs can be joyful. All right, after you have your bag with handles and you have put those things in, and again, you don't have to tackle the whole entire house at once, just focus on getting 1% more organized, getting the stuff that you're not using out of your house. Once you've done that, do not set that bag back in that location or move it to a place in your garage that you're going to forget about it. You know the space where things go to die. Don't put it there. You want to set it right by the front door or perhaps it's your garage door. That's the one that you go out of every day. And the next time you walk out the door, even if you're not getting in your car, you're just like going to take the trash out or going to say hi to a neighbor, grab your keys and you're going to go stick it in your front seat. You do not want to stick it in your trunk. Why? Because out of sight, out of mind. This can even, even happen if you uh, just stick it in your back seat. It doesn't even have to be in the trunk. Even if you stick it in your back seat and you're not looking back there all the time, you may miss this thing. The last thing you want is to have been proactive in your effort to get 1% more organized that day. And then something linger in your trunk and two months later, it's still there. So what you want to do is put it in your front seat because you don't want to stare at that forever. You want to accomplish actually getting it done. You want that second step, the enhancement of the donation to actually be accomplished. You want somebody else to be using these things that once upon a time were meaningful and helpful for you. So make sure you put it in your front seat. And then whenever you get in the car first, just make sure you've got your address of your local donation center or your favorite charity that you want to drop these things off to. So make sure you know where you're going. And the next time you get out there, just make the effort to go drop that off. Then it's done. And wow, I would argue that that's even better than 1% more organized. 
So I don't want you to get stuck on that first step. The essential purge is huge. And like I said, if you get ready to get started on the three E's and you can't get first the, past the first step because you feel like it's daunting, dial it back. Just think 1% better. The other day I was in my Duke's room and we were putting on his shoes and I put them on and he's like, oh, they're so tight, mom. And I thought, you know what, instead of just taking these shoes that he feels are too tight when we switch to the other pair of shoes and putting them back in his shoe basket, I'm actually going to go ahead and keep them in my hand. And as I walk back downstairs, I'm going to grab my bag with handles from the pantry. This is a hundred percent what I did. Put them in the bag with handles. And this morning they were by my front door. So when I walked out to take my kids and drop them off at school, I put the bag in the front seat of my car. It was one pair of shoes. Is that a huge, big thing that I tried to do in getting organized that day? No, it was just the intentional step of getting 1% better. Those shoes that don't fit him are now going to be handed off to someone who can use them today. We give a lot of our hand-me-downs for Duke to a nice guy who works at our school. He's got a couple of adorable sons, and they're just a little younger than Duke, and the timing works out perfectly. Listen, if you've got kids and they're in school, then you can find somebody to hand these things off to. So as long as they're gently used, you don't want to send them stuff that's stained and not usable, but as long as these things are gently used and working, you're going to be able to find people in your school, in your kids' classrooms, even other moms. Look around and look at moms who are the same size as you and just say, hey girl, I wonder if you might be interested. I'm going through my closet and I'm purging some of this stuff or what size shoe are you? I'm actually getting rid of some. Would you be interested in any of these shoes? If not, don't worry about it. I'll drop it off to Goodwill. But hello, what if she says yes? And what if she becomes your girl that you give any of your nice shoes that you're just not, you're like, girl, I am not going to wear these four inch heels, but she rocks those four inch heels. So I wore them to that one thing and now I'm giving them to her because they're going to get more use with her. If you have kids at a school, you can find people that you can give your stuff to. Always respectfully, of course. You don't want to corner them and be like, hey, I did a lot of purging and I have a ton of things that I don't like that aren't cute. Here they are for you. No, you got to set it up in the right way. You want to make sure that it's something that they're actually interested in. Uh, so maybe do a little recon before you take that route. But like I said, at the end of the day, if that doesn't feel right to you, if it feels better to just drop that off to donation, oh my goodness, even if we're talking about like I said, with your pantry items, if you listen to that episode, sometimes it's a matter of taking out some canned foods that are not expired that you just know you guys are not going to use anymore and donating them to your local food bank. That is huge. That means somebody gets to eat. Donate clothing that doesn't fit you or your babies anymore to a place where maybe those people might not have clothes to put on their body. So you are helping. Please let the overwhelm of feeling stressed out about having to do a big, huge thing, not be an issue at all anymore. You can absolutely make progress 1% at a time. And I believe that starts with the essential purge. 
All right, everyone, that's it for today. I hope that was helpful. If it is, I would love for you to share that with someone. Hey, share it to that mom who looks so cute all the time, who has all the kids and the cute outfits, because she might hear this and be like, hey, girl, I got a bag of adorable, nice things in my car for you. Mm -hmm. Strategy, strategy and thinking ahead, my girlfriends. All right. I hope you guys have a great day. Happy organizing if that is on your agenda. And I look forward to talking to you very soon about more specifically how we can take a chance on that good old yard sale, that second enhancement in your three steps to success of getting organized. That's coming soon. And then of course, more episodes all about those extras and organizing your space and styling it so that it's working best for you and your families. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Mom's Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everything with style mom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.